Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything. Mr. Curiosity. I am Mr. Curiosity. Woo, baby. Snedeker here, and I'm with, uh, I'm going to call you newbie. I don't care if you get mad. Newbie? All right, fine. <laughs> well, so many people have left. I'm barely even new anymore. Elizabeth Worthington here. I'm not even sure about the name Worthington. It sounds uh, prestigious. It sounds uh, elitist. Yes, I get that a lot, and then people meet me, and they're like, you are not elegant. You are, I mean, maybe I am on air, but in real life. Worthington. Oh, Elizabeth Worthington. My college roommate thought I was going to be like a huge snob. Get out. Yeah. So you they were, were all making fun of me, her and her whole family. Like, oh, you're rooming with Elizabeth Worthington? Get out. Like, so you have had this before. Isn't oh, that yeah. funny? These built-in human prejudices. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that. Yeah. And I shouldn't. Yeah. I try to make the thoughts go away. I couldn't be less like that. <laughs> I know. That's why you're here. There's no prudes ever in my podcast. Oh, good. I'm that's... glad I made the cut. Then. <laughs> good. All right. So a couple things I want to let you know. Um, and if you don't want to go along with this, that's fine. But I love I love when, when folks keep their cell phone ready to go. Meaning if you get a text or a call, oh, okay. you, you have to take it. Yeah. Because right. we want that to All be. All right. I'll put my sound on, too. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> because that way, that way it's going to be real. And what yeah. happens, I love it. it might I love be your it. boyfriend yelling at you. It might be your mother saying, don't forget to. Uh... Okay. Have you been hacking my phone? Because all of these things happen on a daily basis. <laughs> and the other thing is, if I go too far with any question, do you know about the bell? No. Ring the bell. <clears throat> yeah. I'm, give it a try. That's our safe word. That just means shut up, Snedeker. Right, right. Shut up. Okay. We got it. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to begin with the fact that I can't help the fact that I'm an old guy now, but I don't want to admit it. Okay. So you were born when? Or you don't want to say that? <laughs> I can say it. 1996. Because I'm trying to relate you to my children. Yeah. My son was born in 97. So now I know where you're coming mm-hmm. from. Your, right? your son has mutual connections with yes. people in my life. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he does. Yeah. That's right. You yeah, did tell me that. I forgot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah. So. You're about my son's age, so mm-hmm. now I know like the environment you grew up in, the time, mm-hmm. the the economy, the <laughs> vibe. No, because when he was when he was like seven, eight, nine ish, ten ish, here comes cell phones, here comes yeah. iPods, and he's like, I gotta have this. We and were the first generation to really grow up like with it. Yes. Like it wasn't shoved in our face when we were five because they didn't exist yet, but we really were like the, we were the guinea pigs. But now you can feel like I do because there's a lot of kids now born three, four, five years mm-hmm. old. My younger brother has a child and their cell phones and, and electronics in their hand it's from terrifying. two years old. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. <laughs> and every person I've met who is pregnant says, I'm not going to be like that. My kid is not touching an electronic no, until they're, they're at least to. five. And then it's so, it's so easy to just it, fall no. into. Because the problem is everybody else doesn't and you don't yeah. want to do, deprive your kid. Right. All right. Well, we're getting off topic. So um, first things first, you're born in 1996. We're really starting from the beginning. <laughs> I need an arc. I need All right. I need linear mm-hmm. thinking. That's just okay. the way my brain okay. works. So you're born where? What state? What town? I was where born in Pennsylvania, Abington Hospital. So that's where I've lived my whole life is outside of Philly. Those suburbs. Um, now, when you say outside of Philly, because I'm yeah. very familiar. All my kids, well, two of my kids went to Temple. Where mm-hmm. are we? Montgomery County. So Ambler. I don't know where is the area. That's like the biggest town that I'm near. Technically, it's Lower Gwinnett Township, but no one knows what that is. Okay, so so the suburbs of Philly. Yeah, suburbia. And and you grew up because it's when when someone says Philly, 
they just picture, especially a lot of our listeners and viewers, mm-hmm. no offense, but, you know, when I, when I was a kid, going to Philly was like a yearly trip. Right. If, if you're lucky. Right. You know, you stop at Philly on your way to the shore. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And now that my kids go to college in Philly, I'm like down there every weekend. It's Same. just like going to yeah. Scranton. Yeah. But Philly to a lot of people, they think city, urban. Yeah. People, cars, traffic, but the as soon as you leave the downtown Philly area, it's very rural. Oh, she got a tag. We're gonna address that in a second. <laughs> so you're in a very. It's you weren't born in the city. No, 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 no. No. You're born in the outskirts yes. where there's all nice homes yes. in 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 schist, <laughs> metamorphic rock. Um, of not vinyl-sided homes. I don't know what any of that means, but yeah, I'm probably <laughs> you're probably right. Very much like what you think of suburbia. Suburbia, yeah. yeah. Like I went to an all-girls Catholic high school. Oh, like, you see now. Yeah. Oh, the picture is being mm-hmm. set here. Before we talk mm-hmm. about that, what was that text you got? Okay, I just so heard- I am going to have to turn the sound off because this is a group chat and it's about oh, okay. to pop gonna off keep going because then. it's a it's a Pollyanna Christmas oh. group chat. Oh, so and it's, this is my boyfriend's whole family who so I've only met one time but I'm somehow in their Pollyanna <laughs> so I'm definitely going to turn this off I love shutting those down <laughs> I, I I always check remove from conversation I love I don't like those things all right anyway so so brothers sisters what, what number each. are you I am right in the middle and I'm the stereotypical middle child you really are you, you think yes. so 100%. no I don't see that oh Joe 100%. <laughs> You don't know me well enough. Well, okay, so this is, I don't really know exactly what people, people think of the middle child as kind of just like the problem child, right? Is that what the stereotype is? All right, is? so the first child, I, I think the stereotypical child is, gets the gets the most responsible, brought up the most rigorous. Yeah, and, and that's my brother. He's yeah. the oldest and he's yeah, pro- very much more like that. proper. And then the middle one, how 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 soon we're before each, we're each two and a half years apart. Oh yeah. So it's like, it's, it's, per- we're, it's perfect. We're like best friends and all of our friends hang out together. It's a great, we have a great relationship. So is the younger, is it a boy? Or sister. A gr- so is your younger sister, you would consider, I bet, spoiled? Wait, this is kind of funny, yeah. Because that's how it goes. Yeah. And then the middle one is like, yeah, in between, maybe. I'm just kind of like just the the problem child. Yes. I've always been the pro- the only one that like really gave my parents any issues. Like, I mean, I don't want to make myself sound terrible, but they're both really, really smart. Like, supernatural smart. And I'm, I'm smart, but... I'm nowhere near their caliber. So <laughs> So they saw you as like the dysfunctional one? Yeah, dysfunctional is a good way to put it. They're both what's the word? Neurotypical. Like there's nothing wrong with their brains whatsoever. They're like perfectly normal, very well adjusted. But I hate undamaged people. They're the worst. I know. They're so I like kids. Well, trust me, they're plenty of fun. They're great, but <laughs> I definitely supply the the drama, if you will. <laughs> but I know this about you, and I try to do these interviews so they're natural and organic and not fake. I know this about you. I think you come from then well-educated professional parents, correct? Yes. So now you're already brought up in this 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 uh, this environment of education, mm-hmm. uh, of of standards yeah. of academia. No sick days in school. <laughs> we were not allowed to stay home from school unless we were actually throwing up. Is that right? Yeah. Which I think is a, that's a good way to be. Throwing up think. or fever? How about a fever? A is fever's that fair because you don't want to get other kids sick. But like if you Bloods, had sniffles, bloody scalp, you're going to school. All right, bloody scalp. That might be a little <laughs> bit of a stretch. But yeah, it had to be, it had to be pretty sick to stay home. There was no such thing as a mental health day in my family. So you're in Philly. It's the late 90s. You're two, three, four years old. Um, what do the mom and dad do? 
So my dad is a lawyer. My mom is actually his accountant, which is kind of cute. So just the background on those two then. Are they Philly people? Yeah, they, so they actually met in high school. So they're from kind of where you grew up in that they're, area? They went to the same high schools that my brother and sister and I all went to. Really? Mm-hmm. So they went to, so basically my area, like everyone that goes from Catholic middle school goes to, all the boys go to one or two, one of the two all boys schools. The girls all go to one of two all girls schools in the area. So my mom, my sister and I all went to the same all girls school. My brother and dad all went to the same all boys school. And they this... met when they were sophomores. Both went to college in Philly. My dad went to Penn. My mom went to LaSalle. And they broke up for like, I think a year, maybe just to kind of, you know, yeah. make sure they really were sure. <laughs> and then got back together. They were total high school sweethearts. So wait now, are they very traditionalist with like, I went to this Catholic school, you're going to go to no, this Catholic school? No, it was school. kind of just, they knew that it was a good school and they liked it. And trust me, we didn't put up a fight. We, that was where all of our, what all our friends were doing. And it was just kind of, just kind of what you did. So, there wasn't really a whole lot of questioning it. Yeah, I guess you're right. You get in the groove of yeah. your culture. So so in a Catholic all-girls school, that's mm-hmm. elementary school too? No, elementary school was co-ed, and then everyone broke off into the all-boys and all-girls school, and we all stayed friends. I'm still friends with some of those great school guys to this day. So I'm wondering if now, because, again, I was brought up Catholic. I went to a public school, but I had the Catholic every Saturday. I had to go to a mm-hmm. Catholic you know, religious instruction and right. all that stuff. That whole culture started to fall apart in the 90s, and I know that in mm-hmm. 2000s because I try to raise my kids to go through all the hoops of Catholicism that I went through. And they probably put up a fight. And they kind of put up a fight, yeah. and it started to break down, and the church that I went to when I was a kid and mm-hmm. grew up in, torn down, doesn't even exist really? anymore. It is So did you true. feel some of that or no? Not necessarily. Not really until later. Like, I didn't go to a Catholic college, so then once I kind of came out of that culture and was exposed to other things, now I'm very much, you know, just no one that I know is religious. Isn't like, I, know, I know, like, a handful of people, and it's kind of just like, oh, wow, you're religious. Like, that's interesting. Like, that didn't used to be a notable thing you would mention about no, somebody. Right. Now it's like, oh, yeah, that girl, she's really religious. Yeah, It's not I something know. you would mention before. Because, because everyone, everyone just was. Religious, was. But now it's not. So do, do you go to Sunday Mass every week? No, but we fell out of it. Isn't that? Do your parents still go No. Over? And they my dad admitted either. that he, the, whole, the whole purpose was for <laughs> discipline. Like, you have to go, sit down in church, be quiet for an hour, and just sit there and shut up. Yeah. And, like, he liked the, you know, obviously he wanted to expose this to us in case we did find comfort in it and want to become religious. And we, yeah. we're still, like... Yeah, we say the word religious. Like, yeah, I'll get married yeah. in a Catholic church that, against my own will. but <laughs> Well, I think you grew up in a time, because I know with my children and me being a parent during this time, when it fell apart, and it was okay with me too. Yeah. And I hope not to be offensive to anyone, but when I grew up, everything, and it was, and I'm not, I wasn't like this real God guy, but yeah. it was cultural. Right. All my friends were going to Sunday mm-hmm. service every week. It was just fun almost. Yeah. Yeah. And now that's gone. It's my totally my gone. kids, I'm not going to first holy communion. Yeah. Not, and uh, I bet you will uh, let's say you had a child next year. Oh Jesus. Let, <laughs> did you hear that reaction? <laughs> Would you try to bring them up with all the Catholicism rules? I and, don't know. See, I I've actually know. had like a little bit of an existential crisis about this recently because I loved my education. But I don't know. I, know, I don't know I don't, because I'm gonna Get married in a Catholic church. Yeah. So that but my you, parents will pay for the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? See that the um, truth comes out. Yeah, but seriously, I don't know. I don't know. I know. I'm gonna have to it's think weird. about it. I felt horribly guilty when yeah. I didn't have some of my kids 
go through all these yeah. hoops and okay, if you don't want to do this. And then once they ripped my church down, uh, I stopped going because yeah. I tried another church and it just felt weird. And yeah. I'd go once a week and then once a month and then two times. Now I'm a two timer. Yeah. Now I'm like a holiday. Well, I don't even go on holidays. So I'm usually here working, but. Well, we used to call them the two timers. Like, you mm-hmm. see the people go to church Sunday service every week mm-hmm. and they were like the solid good people. Solid and then people. these people. Christmas and Easter. And then we're the, we call them the (laughs) Christers. Christmas and Easter. And (laughs) we would get, I used to get mad when the Christers would sit in the good pews. You don't come here every Sunday, get out of here. But now I'm I'm not even a Christer anymore. I'm not even a Christer anymore. I would be. I know. We're sorry if we're, if you're really devout Catholic and you're listening. I definitely don't mean to offend anyone. Yeah, we just happened. I don't know how it happened. I don't know what happened It doesn't make you a bad person. And maybe one day I'll get back into it. Who knows? I do. I mean, it's, it's, I like the idea of it. Yeah. It's I just, know. There's some comfort. There's some ritualistic, cultural. Yeah. It's all. It brings me good feelings. Mm-hmm. But it just kind of. I fell out of the habit. It's hard to get I back know. into it. Well, my mother used to take me to all the fairs around here when I was a kid. That gives me good feelings too. Oh, yeah. But I'm not a big fair guy anymore. So things. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Know, things change over the things years. Things change. People anyway, change. so when you were in high school, all Catholic. How many mm-hmm. in your uh, class? Like 130. 130 really girls only. Yeah. And what is that even like? I can't even imagine. It was kind of awesome. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, but there's no guy pressure. There's no I know. dating stuff. Or how does no, that work? No, but that was a good thing. We didn't... It was kind of really funny. Like We would get made fun of if you put makeup on because it's like well who are you trying to impress like there's no guys here like what oh we, so you see the would, pressure's off yeah like we would show up <laughs> with our hair just completely in tatters like i wouldn't even brush my hair sometimes i would sleep in like half of my uniform so that i could just literally roll out of bed put on the skirt <laughs> the sweater and go it was awesome you didn't have to worry about what you were wearing of what boys looking at you in the classroom you this could just is, yeah, focus never... on your schoolwork <laughs> Well, I'm going to tell what happened before we did this uh, interview. Before we did this, we were trying to set this up, mm-hmm. everyone. And it may not have worked today. So then I said, oh, we'll just do it through Zoom later. And when we do a Zoom recording, it's it's audio and yeah. video. And then uh, Elizabeth said to me, oh, we can't do it after, what, five or six? Because yeah. your makeup's off. Yeah. Like, who would even think of no that? No one needs to see that. <laughs> I'm getting ready for bed at that point. To me, you don't even look like you have makeup on. Well, thank you. That's very kind. No. I had a mother growing up who would always have makeup on. And I remember being like a teenager and seeing her maybe for the first time. And I'm like, Who is that? Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. It can be scary. So, no so one I understand the pressure you're on. Let's say there were no males on planet Earth. There uh-huh. was a virus that killed all males. Oh. <laughs> no, somehow your species, the species continues, but it's just females. Would yeah. you not wear any makeup ever or worry about anything? No, let's, I still wear it. What I'm saying is let's carry that Catholic schoolgirl. No, I would still wear it. Like I, I, Why I, wear, it for, I wear it for myself. I, look, I, I like feeling good. And yeah, but you didn't good. feel that way in high school? No, I mean, there were some days where I looked in the mirror. I was like, I look terrible. I wish I could put on mascara, but I know my friends will just taunt me for it. Oh, I see. So some <laughs> days you did, some days you didn't. Yeah. But you're right. There's less pressure, I guess, when you're in a high school environment. Mm-hmm. The hormones are raging, mm-hmm. but there's no males around. Yeah. and But it wasn't like we were missing out on anything because all the boys were in the all-boys school. So, yeah, so then the weekend comes get... around and we would all, let's get together. So y'all knew the boys? We were all so boys? excited to be oh, I... in a co-ed environment. <laughs> Well, how did that happen? Because I'm not familiar with this. Like, let's yeah. say there's an all-boys school. What was it, down the block or no, all, was, a couple was, of them? Yeah, I mean, they were all, like, in just in the suburbs. Like, there was two two main ones that we all hung out with and two main all-girls schools that and everyone just kind of all hung out together. And people all went to grade school together. 
and then you just so you would know the all your all your male peers from your year you would know mm-hmm. even though you never saw them in a scholastic environment yeah I, we just we met through like we would go to LaSalle football games like LaSalle high school is the one that I'm thinking of oh okay um, and we'd go to football games and people would just oh, I mean, I what were they gonna do they weren't gonna <laughs> sit at home just with the guys all weekend they wanted to meet girls like so they would Hang out with their girl high or girl grade school friends who then made new friends at high school. Oh, let me introduce you to our new high school girlfriends, and you just kind of all interesting. Okay, met each other. yeah, this is. Uh, I did, it's I a weird s- little thing. Yeah, wouldn't most Catholic schools have less of a senior class size? That seems large. Really, I, I thought they like were small. already small. But again, this is my northeastern PA mentality. I don't know. Us. I mean, yeah, it, it, I don't know. I I thought of it as small at the time when I was hundred and how many. 130. 130 females. There yeah. they all are. Yeah. I mean, like, all the public <laughs> schools, are, like, around me were all, like, 400 kids, so it felt small. And I imagine when you are going to a private Catholic school, mm-hmm. all female, yeah. you, the competition, these are from the best families. Yeah. And I use that word, you know, in a respectful way. Yeah. But I'm sure that the daughters of doctors and yeah. teachers and lawyers. Yeah, there was definitely a lot of competition. There's a lot of that. Yeah. Was it now, here's where you have to look me in the eye. Is there a snobby aspect to it? Come on. Are the are the girls pulling up their senior year with their Mercedes from their parents honestly, and their BMWs? Honestly, I'm and looking you think- in the eye. No. No. <laughs> no. It really wasn't like that. It wasn't, it wasn't like that. I know people think of like Gossip Girl. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but they wore the uniforms and they had their hair done pretty all the time and they're right. you know mean to each other. It wasn't like that at all. Like I said, we would show up with our hair like completely messy and everyone right. was super chill. So you had good friends, good environment. Yeah, still, cool. they're still my best friends to this oh, day. Oh, that's excellent. I've known my best friends since I was seven. Are some of these uh, notable people that maybe you graduated with or no? Like, oh no, no she is on CNN no. or she's a dermatologist. No, or, uh, no one no. no one in, uh, no one that I can think of at least. I mean, everyone's successful, but I can't, now I feel bad that I'm like no, no one did anything. <laughs> <laughs> They're all losers. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I can't think of anyone like in the public eye. <clears throat> yeah, that we would know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so when you, you were you like by the parents then, since you have these well-educated accountant and lawyer parents, yeah. were you being when you're 15, 16, 17, 18, shoved into a box? You're going to do this. You're going to no. do that. Or if you said to your parents, I don't know, I want to be a welder. Honestly, be okay that's a that? good question because. <laughs> No. So my dad was had that experience where he was shoved into a box, basically. When he grew up, he was like, his parents said, you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer. Pick. Is that and right? he picked a lawyer. So he did not want that experience for me at all. And I remember sitting around the dinner table often. We would, me and my siblings would talk about what we want to do when we grow up. Yeah. And I was always the, like super romantic one who was like, I don't care how much money I make. I just want to do something I love. Blah, 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 blah. But I didn't know I wanted to do this until I was really late in life. Um, but looking back, I was basically describing what I do now without even realizing it. I just would say, I don't know what I want to do, but it's not a 95. It's not behind a desk. And I want to see, I want to have something to show for my day at the end of every day. Like, I want to have a product. And now I do that every so, day. So that's interesting. So maybe I wonder if you were turned off by maybe some of the parents of you or your peers, meaning they would just go to an office and sit there every yeah, day. Yeah, maybe. Maybe make good maybe. money, but that's not fulfilling. Maybe. I wonder. And that's what my that's what my my siblings kind of went into that path. My brother works in finance in New York. My sister's in med school right now. So oh, they, she is. Yeah. That young little brat. I know, right? <laughs> Making me look bad over here, being on TV. So you mentioned your dad was 
forced, I had the quotes up, yeah. to go into being a lawyer. Mm-hmm. What, what were his parents that made them? My, my grandmother, you know, was traditional stay-at-home mom. Okay. And then my grandfather was a psychiatrist. Whoa! Right whoa. up until stop, the day stop, he died. Wait. Stop everything! <laughs> A what? Psychiatrist. Now, just so I know this, I think a psychologist and a psychiatrist. One is a PhD doctor. Mm-hmm. That's your grandfather. The biggest difference is that psychiatrists, yeah, they have a PhD and they also, they can prescribe medicine. It's yes. Like, and I, the reason why I know that is because I almost did the same thing. Well, wait. Plot so twist. I got to go back. I got to go back. I got to go back. So okay. you were a little kid. Mm-hmm. You're coming of age. 10, 12, 15, 18. Yeah. Your grandfather is a psychiatrist. Yeah. How, is he still alive now? Or? No. He passed away a year ago. But he did, oh, he but did so, it. Oh, like, so right through right your, your until, whole life. Yeah. Now, do I picture this this stoic, serious guy nope. always analyzing everybody? Absolutely not. Never smiling. Nope. He was goofy. He barely... <laughs> even, I mean, if you got him talking about psychiatry, he would go on forever. He loved it. And I made the mistake one time of mentioning that I was going to be a psychology major, which I was, uh-huh. and he gave me all these books that were super oh, so academic, was, oh, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to read these, Gramps. Oh, my God, they were dense. Like, he would go to conferences up until he was So he was passionate like, about he, what he did. So passionate. He so did he it. have his own firm and everything, or, like, um, did he work for a group? Yeah, no, he... he Oh God! Like no, you I'm, know, if he, he was the kind of guy like you're sitting on a couch, or would he go to hospitals? No, it was, or was more he... like it was more in a hospital oh, setting. Okay. It was more in a hospital setting. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So he, this is your dad's dad. Mm-hmm. Now, did you spend speaking of because this is going to air? I think Thanksgiving week. Is yeah. he like he's there with you every Thanksgiving? Yeah, every yeah. We went to we we went to my dad's <laughs> side of the family for Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he never, unless you brought it up to him, he wouldn't talk about psychiatry. He wouldn't try to analyze you or anything. Did he have a monicle? No. <laughs> He did not. No. I'm picturing a guy no. with a monocle. No, no, no. A you would never know. Always. You would never know. He's just a super normal, down to earth guy. Get he was out awesome. Of here. He was awesome. I miss and him. he was born and raised in Philly and educated in Philly and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. So, whoa. Yeah. Big shot. So you'll uh, every. This is your first Thanksgiving without him, I guess you'd say. Right? Last up. year would have been, but I was here anyway. Um, but last year would have been. Good long life he lived. Yeah. Yeah. Good long life. Excellent. Very successful. All right, so so now you're coming uh, 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 at a point in your life where you have to choose a career, and you're yeah. 18, yeah. and you're you're you you need to uh, get rid of that uh, that Catholic schoolgirl vibe. <laughs> Shake it off. You gotta get out in the world. What are you thinking? I would have gone to a Catholic school. Like, I considered Villanova. Like it, that wasn't really a deterrent, or it wasn't a deal breaker for me. Right. Um, so I ended up going to Bucknell, which does not have a communications program, a journalism program, nothing. Because I didn't know I wanted to do this. I didn't know this. So yeah. now you're entering WNEP land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in the viewing area. But why did you choose? Did you want? Did you say I want to go to a, a rural area? I want to no. leave this city. No, I wanna... no, no. I wanted to be relatively close to home. So Bucknell was two hours away from me, which was perfect. I wanted right. to be far enough that I didn't have the crutch of going home every weekend because I okay. was a bit of a homebody, but I wanted to be close enough that <laughs> I, I could go home body. if I wanted to. Um, so that was perfect distance. I just wanted to go to a, just a liberal arts college because I didn't know what I wanted to do at all. So and you didn't have any idea? No idea at all. So I was like, I just need to go somewhere where I can just kind of try everything. Yeah. Um, I should have gone somewhere with a journalism program maybe, <laughs> but I didn't know I had any interest in that. Um, so, But yeah, Bucknell kind of just... It was just a good school close yeah. by. Oh yeah, and I I went and visited a couple of times, and it just seemed like a really fun place. I will say, very similar to the you know culture that I grew up in, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. No, me. I agree but, because it's it's an uh, uh, 
an area of well-educated people, yeah. professionals. So everyone I see grew up in the suburbs of whatever city they were coming from. So a lot of similar people. So this is like what, 2014, 15 or yeah, something? Yeah, 2014, like graduated 2018. 2014, 15, you're in uh, Bucknell University here in Union County. Mm-hmm. Did did you, because college students aren't watching local TV, but did you yeah. pick up WNEP? Did you know it even existed did or not? Know. You did I'll not be even honest, know. I had no idea. <laughs> so, no idea. So you're not in the dorm watching No, uh, it was Channel probably, 16. now that I think about it, it was probably on in the gym because they always had the news on. It was probably on in the gym and I just didn't even realize it. Well, that's college life. You're yeah. not worried about I was still in my own little world, yeah. At all? Even your senior year, you never got to know WNEP? It never even existed in your world? Nope. Ah! Never I even knew you. what it was. <laughs> I hate you. This is over. I'm ringing the bell. I'm 14, sorry to break 15, it to you. 16, 17, no. WNEP does not exist. It's even not on my radar. She's entrenched in, in this. I'm You're in it. in it. The number one station mm-hmm. right there in our western counties, you don't even know we exist. Didn't know. Gosh. I know. I know. It's heartbreaking. So what kind of courses are you taking that first year that made you think, I want to go into journalism? Oh, I didn't even know until I was a junior. Oh. It was really late. Um, I, I was an English major and a psych major, so I quickly caught on to the fact that I'm terrible at math and science. I'm good at writing. So stick stop to what right you know. there. Stop right there. Yeah. Now, I don't like when people say that. because, mm. because Give I'm me a, a multiplication problem. I won't be able to do it. Or Seriously, right? I'm like dyslexic with math. I don't oh. know if that's a real thing or not, but I am so bad. But you have a, a great retention span. You have great critical thinking yeah. skills. So you know that you're you're a good presenter, speaker. Mm-hmm. You're a good uh, 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 processor of information. Yeah, yeah. and well, writing. I, I loved writing. So English was an obvious choice. So you never took chemistry, physics, anything like I that? I had to take it in high school, but I wasn't. No, but not in college? No. So you stayed away from that? I think I had to do like one bio class just to fulfill the credit. So when you were in high school... When you had to take like physics, chemistry, mm-hmm. or whatever, you you kind of felt like this isn't for me. You knew oh, I that. knew very. It was very obvious that it was. It not was for very me. obvious. Yeah, it's definitely just a different side of my brain that just didn't work as well. <laughs> isn't that something? <laughs> yeah, I love it. I, I teach at Mary when I hear students tell me that. And I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah, no, I really because mean it's it. Just it's just a like discipline. A, you can get it, but some there's people, just a there's just a brain block there. That, well, our brains are all designed, uh, you know, so different and wired to do different things. Yeah. that's the beauty of it. Yeah. All right, so so you take bio. What was that? No, what was God. that? <laughs> I want to hear about the science. Though. It was not. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I, I was enjoyed it. It was interesting. Because yeah. you had to take a science elective, right? Yeah, it was in a, it, there was a lab. Yeah. I, I mean, it was interesting, and I wanted to be good at it. I, the things that were, I was learning were interesting. Yeah. But there's just a, there's just a block there. Just couldn't, yeah. it just couldn't. I couldn't get it to, to work for me. Do you feel like you have a... Uh, you have to be. You don't don't have to be modest. You're a superior memory, though. You can. Yeah, I do. I have a friend who's a lawyer, and um, he says he can see documents, and they're it's like they're right in front of him yeah. forever. He just has a, like a photographic memory. I had a bit of that. You have a bit of that. A bit of that. Like I feel like I've kind of lost it, honestly, without being in the academic world. But yeah. that was how I did well, really, on tests and everything. I Is could right? picture the textbook and picture the paragraph that I was Isn't reading. That I just couldn't yeah. remember it word for word. When I hear of actresses and actors who have to memorize 10 pages of script, yeah. it, it, I, I, how would you do that in front of a camera yeah. and then recite it? But right. I bet you'd well, probably now, be good I mean, at that, Well, now, with live shot stuff, like, we have to, That's I'm what, trying yeah. to memorize some things. I, I try not to do it too much because it's more... No, it, you're great it out there in better the field. To, yeah. It sounds better to be more conversational yeah. and not and you are. So robotic, you found, but. Well, you found what your brain wanted to do and yeah. you targeted it. Well, I'll tell you how... Do you want to know how I got interested in journalism, I presume? Yeah. <laughs> Second, third year, I want to know what hit. I did a, 
a summer internship my in between sophomore and junior year at Philadelphia Magazine because I, I knew I liked writing, so I was like, that I'll try journalism. should have been at WNDP, but whatever. All right. Still weren't on my radar. <laughs> so I did Philly Mag because um, at that point, I think I had started dabbling in like the school newspaper because right. I was trying to do more extracurriculars, you know, just party. Um, so I did Philly Mag and I really liked it. But at the end of it, I went to my manager and I said, you know, this was awesome, but everyone that I interviewed, I never met them. I did. Every- oh, I got a text. You got a text. My wife. What did she say? Signed letter and submitted. She just accepted a new job. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> to Dawn. All right. There you go. All right. Signed, sealed, delivered. So, right. so. So I went to her and I said, I really liked this, but I never met anyone I interviewed. I talked to them over the phone and over email. So that That's distance bothered you? Yeah. I was like, I'm writing stories about people I've never even seen before. I don't know what they look like. I don't know what they, I know what they sound like unless I'm emailing them. What like I want to meet them, and she said, "Well, you should try TV because then you have to meet them." So I said, "That's a good idea." So the next summer, I somehow finagled my way into an internship at a television station with absolutely zero experience. It was in Newark, New Jersey, so I would take the train or I would drive to from my house to a train station in Hamilton. So that was an hour and a half away, and then take an hour long train to Newark every day. And it was every kind of, day. Yeah. Well, but you oh, were three fo- days a week. Three days a week. But your passion was making you do that. That's the beauty of it. Well, once I started doing it, I was like. This is the only thing I can imagine myself doing it. On the way home from my internships, I would use all of my time in the car, not all of it, but I would spend a lot of my hours driving back and forth, reading the billboards in like a practicing my news reporter voice. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Like, did you change it? Like, do you feel you were too, I don't know. I mean, I was so young. I was like 20. No, I wasn't even 20. I was 19 at this point. So I was just trying to sound more professional and everything. So what was this station like that you did that? It was it was very unique. Um, it was a PBS affiliate. They didn't cover it covers oh. the whole state of New Jersey. So they weren't going out covering fires and crime. It was kind of more a lot of features, yeah, business related stories. It was they did like three minute long stories every day. So they got in depth into different topics. It was nothing like what we do here. Very different. But you found and that's why I think these podcasts help some people. You found your passion because yeah. all these people I interview, their life goes in different directions until something hooks them, mm-hmm. like a fish, and this hooked you. Yeah. And then when you find something that hooks you, it's not work anymore. Right. And I think it honestly even was a blessing that I didn't major in this because, A, I didn't get burned out from it, and, B, I had to teach myself how to do everything. So I think that helped me get my first job yeah, because— Yeah, but what year is this? I don't understand. So that was junior—that was the summer going into senior year So the, but yeah, but Oh, so then you had to go beyond four years to get your— No, so then after—so then my senior year of college, I just spent kind of a lot of my free time teaching myself— how to use a camera, how to edit, just kind So of your tr- degree is not reflective of a journalistic... Oh, God, no. No. I didn't know that. No. Someone just took a chance on me. I literally made my boyfriend at the time, who was kind of into photography, right. go around and shoot, like, pretend news reports of me. And this fun, this is one out. little funny tip that I have to tell. I stood outside of a Starbucks holding a coffee cup <laughs> saying that it was National Free Coffee Day, which it wasn't, right. and someone walked by and go, oh my gosh, is it? And I was like, no, sorry. The definition of fake so news. you just made it up. <laughs> yeah, because I was just trying to make a demo reel, and I had no way to make it because I had no experience. So I just made him traipse around. I did some shots with potholes, I and I just it. made it out of nothing. And someone took a chance on me and said, yeah, I realize you have no experience. You didn't major in this, but I can tell you kind of have a knack for it. And that was the PBS station? or No. That was, that another, was something after that? That was... Um, my first job was in Elmira. I started two weeks after oh, I graduated. Whoa, whoa, wait. So you graduate from Bucknell mm-hmm. with what degree? Psychology and English. Get out of yeah. here. 
There's no broadcasting. Nothing. I mean, psychology and English. So you're you're, you're skilled with uh, thinking skills, writing skills, right? Storytelling, I guess you can say. Yeah. Because um, I worked for the newspaper like all four years. At, right. So. But I guess when you apply to television stations, I would assume I don't know because I've never done this. That don't they want to see communications journalism, or, and they would put your paper I, down? I would assume so as well. But honestly, it kind of made me stand out. Like most people that most, you know, news directors that I interviewed with said, like English degree, interesting. Like tell me more about that. Oh, yeah, and I think it made me stand out a little maybe, bit. Yeah, maybe. And I loved helped. telling to them like I had to do this all myself. I taught myself how to do it, and they kind of liked that. Well, no, here, uh, now I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, so get ready to hit that bell. I <laughs> okay. might hit it myself. Okay, okay, okay. You have to admit, though, Elizabeth, if you're well-spoken mm-hmm. and you have a big, beautiful smile and you're a pretty girl and you're smart, that's a big lead-in. That doesn't hurt. That <laughs> doesn't hurt. Uh, yeah, of course not. So of that not. probably is a big part, too, And you, but you do have this, this way about you where you're, you're zesty. I love that word. You're, I love it too. Well, you're fiery and you're you're full of life, and that's what sells too. Uh, that must have been what they what they seen. You're no what they dud. Saw. What they saw. I never even met the person who like passed my demo reel along because he left right before I got there. Yeah. Um, but I have him to thank really because he saw my demo reel and said, "Ah, give her a chance." Yeah, I mean the same exact guy with your brain. Maybe he's bald and 54 mm-hmm. years old. I bet you he would have just been thrown on a stack. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. The world is unfair. That I don't could... know. But they took a chance on me here, too, because I'd only been at that job for a year. I was whoa, 22 whoa, whoa, years whoa, whoa, old. Whoa, 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 whoa. So you're in Elmira. Yeah, for a is year. You, so you're in New York. What, mm-hmm. what, what do you feel about that? Were you ever up that way, living there? Or? No. What do you mean? Because when you go from Philadelphia, which is a lot sunnier, oh, yeah. warmer, I think your average snowfall is almost half of what ours uh-huh. is here, less than that. And now you're going farther north where it's colder, cloudier, and even snowier. It was a tough adjustment. <laughs> and I was by myself. Like I, I made a couple friends, but... So all by yourself, you just accept this job and go? Yeah. It was th- only three and a half hours away, so I came home a lot. But Yeah, but is your mom and dad saying, I don't know, Elizabeth? No, they were so excited. I mean, I literally started two weeks after I graduated. I, I drove from my college, the house I lived at at Bucknell, the day I graduated, my dad and I drove my my mattress to my new apartment in Elmira the Isn't day I graduated. That... See, I can learn from you now because yeah. my son is thinking of, you know, moving and accepting a job out west. And I'm like, tell him to do it. I Why know. not? Life I, is I, short. I, I'm thinking like an old guy. Life I'm like, I don't know. Do you want to leave? And I, I, it's yeah, an adventure. Like, there's no, nothing tying him down. Like, I know. Go. Do I it. hear it. So when you were there, could you describe that station in comparison to WNEP or no? Honestly, yeah. It's pretty it's, – it's similar in that it was, like, a, the, the dominant station in the market. Oh, very it was. Much. Like, historically number one, always going to be number one, that kind of thing. Um, Owned by who? Whom? Nexstar. Nexstar. So, interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah, Nexstar So, station. this is an interesting tidbit, a little bit of juicy gossip for you. <laughs> Give it to me. So – and I feel comfortable saying this because the guy's <laughs> no longer there. But the next star station here in Scranton. Yes. I wanted to, after a year, I wanted to, I got antsy. And I wanted to transfer to that station. BRE 22. Tra- mm-hmm. You can transfer within the company if your contract is but not why? up yet. I was antsy. Because you wanted to get farther south back to Philly, back yeah, to Yeah, I wanted Bucknell to get home. Area. And I felt ready. I, I, had been the, I had been the morning anchor there. And I wanted to get back to reporting. And they turned me down. <laughs> What a great turndown. I know. But wait, up in Elmira, you're doing morning anchoring. Yeah. You didn't do reporting up there? I you did it for right a month. Anchor? I did it for a month, and then someone got promoted, and they were desperate. And so they threw the 22-year-old new girl right Get on the out. desk. 
That's excellent. So what yeah. was did you feel like this is what I want to do or do you rather report or what? I, I, I loved it, but I had zero, zero reporting experience. So I was like, I need to report. And they were so short staffed, they couldn't afford to let me report at Anchor and they needed me to Anchor. So I was like, I got to get out of here. I got to go somewhere where I can cover breaking news as a reporter all the time. But I thought, and correct me if I'm wrong, the mentality of many reporters is they want to work up to be on the anchor desk. And here you already got there. You kind of bypassed the re- But I didn't want to bypass it. I didn't want to just be an anchor my whole life. You have to, you, did like you said, you want to work. I do eventually, but you have to work, like you said, work your way up. I yeah, but not if you cut the line and it works. But I, I didn't have know. any like true journalism skills. Like I was reading a teleprompter every morning. Yeah, I was, was, pre- I was boring, producing the show, the show too, but it was getting boring. I wasn't going out and about in the community. I wasn't meeting anybody. I wanted to get back to that. Oh, see, so and you this you place need... offered me that. <laughs> well, so you you your brain must need. Uh, it's like a volleyball game. You yeah. want to hit it and receive it. You don't want to just be in isolation. I don't like to be stagnant. No, you want to you want to involve like yourself, being be invasive, yes, be injected into the people. Yes, that's interesting. So yeah. you need that. Yeah. You're a performer, perhaps. perhaps. Maybe you should be in Hamilton. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> so so. Could you describe that station though? Like the 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 structure was it like a W? Was it a rundown station? New building? No, it was nice pretty people. Was, we're better here. Uh, you're definitely better here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was very much like a revolving door because it was market, oh, really? very small market. Oh, okay. Um, it was all people fresh out of college, oh. first jobs, which was nice. Because, Pay probably not too well. Oh uh, yeah, I mean it was terrible, but it was all people just like me, just getting their foot in the door. And so that was kind of nice because we had some yeah, like a big camaraderie together. Like we're all starting out, we're all yeah. living here. None of us know anybody. Like that was fun. Um, so are you in a little apartment up there too, all by yourself? I actually had a- Friday uh, night gets lonely? What do you do all I had, week? I had a whole, ooh, said that. I had a whole top floor of a house because it was so cheap to live in that place. My, my, my nice. uh, what you call it? My lease was just a piece of paper with the guy said, got your deposit, see you June 1st. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But no, I, I honestly, I drove home pretty much every weekend because that was the morning yeah. anchor. So I was done at 8.30 a.m. So I could do a four-hour drive easy. Whoa. Every I would stay there sometimes. So I'd was there a boyfriend back home? Is that why he came back yeah. home or no? So, so when anymore. you were at Elmira, you're glad you accepted that job. But at the same time, you knew this was not going to be like. Oh, yeah. Even if they paid you what you wanted, it not, it's not a forever It was never gig. a forever gig. So I you start that. sending out all these resumes, all these applications. Channel 22, 28, right here in our viewing mm-hmm. area. Someone oversees that, and you get an email back or a call saying, no, thank you? No, actually. They did a full, <laughs> they, they wanted me, but they, they did a full interview. But then he said, you know, I, I don't want you to, you know, end your contract early. I think you should, you just started. You're so young. Get, like, come back to me in, like, six months. And I didn't. So <laughs> I, didn't I couldn't that, wait. So- I couldn't wait. So I... Well, I, was, I, I would have waited, obviously, right, but, but in the meantime, a position opened up here, and I emailed our former news director, so Carl what, you Abraham. So what, you see that on some type of list? Yeah, I, I forget. Glass door saw Something like that. that. I forget what it was, even. And there we are. There we are. And, and then he called you... me, like, a couple days later while I was on a family vacation in Disney World. Get out. I was not expecting it at all. I really <laughs> thought it was just going to fall on deaf ears. You're in Disney. Yeah. You're with your uh, dad, uh-huh. mom, psychiatrist, uh, grandpa. <laughs> He's there or no? He there. No, he's not there. He, Elizabeth, I think you should accept this position. <laughs> Nothing like that. No. All right. But I was sitting on the beach and I saw a voicemail and I just was reading the transcription. I didn't even listen to it. I just saw Carl Scranton. Yeah. I said, what? Did I just, are you serious? So I called him back immediately. Right there from the beach. Immediately from the beach. <laughs> immediately. And he, he, he heard kind of background noise and I said, I'm on vacation. He was like, oh, no, no, I won't bother you. No, no bother me. Tell me. Like, are you offering me something? Um, and this is 
two summers ago? Yeah, this was... The summer of 2019? Uh, this was... So I started in the summer of 2019, so this was like April. So this is April of 2019? 2019, yeah. All right, because COVID is going to play a part All right now. So, oh, so yeah. when do you accept the position here? I accepted it. When I think do you I, start? I visited like the end of April, accepted it like a couple weeks later. They originally wanted me to be Chris Keating, what he does. But he, oh, the Western County mm-hmm, guy. But he could start earlier than I could. Um, so I wanted to, I stayed in Elmira until June, took like one week off for my birthday, turned yeah. 23, started here like the day after my birthday. The summer of 2019, yep. you start here. Yep. And the position was a general reporter. Mm-hmm. Now, tell everyone, because a lot of folks listening do not know, this new term that they give you guys, because oh, I'm an yes. old guy. You're called a what now? MMJ. <laughs> she says with distaste. <laughs> no, I actually like So multi-media Media. journalist. That's right. The typical role, just like old school Catholicism, the typical role of a reporter, picture this, mm-hmm. a person out in the field, they got their microphone, mm-hmm. there's some burly guy <laughs> there's some burly guy with the big heavy camera he's got a beer belly uh-huh. and he's filming you yep and he's got a big van with the satellite yep. dish and they both go and edit tapes and there's all these computers and reels and all that's over now take all of that away except for the reporter <laughs> she's the only one left the burly guy's got another they're still here we still but have some but how is some. this changing now so you're expected to do what so we go and we do all the things we normally we do. We ask the questions and everything, but we also shoot it. And then we come back, we edit it. There's no burly it. guy with a beer belly Nothing. and a big yeah. camera. So How big shoot, is your right, camera edit. now? It's fairly light, small. It's, it's pretty small. I would say it's probably like like 25 pounds. Yeah, so folks, these, these new multimedia journalists, uh, they have their own setup. You take your tripod. Mm-hmm. And I'm such an old school idiot. I hate when I see... And I'm uh, listen, I'm a victim of my times. When I see these young women running out of the building yeah. with a heavy tripod and a camera, I always feel like I got to help them. Well, I'm you like, never I helped fe- me. Yes, I think I did, didn't I? I don't Perhaps think so. Perhaps I, you, know, you work opposite <laughs> shift, but I always feel like that's <laughs> terrible. Kidding. I can't, but it's not that bad. So you have this little camera, little tripod, you set up your shot, mm-hmm. and then you're in front of your own setup. Yeah. And you're, so there's yeah. no camera guy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you feel like you wish it were the old way, or do you like being on well, your own? Well, right now, I kind of get a taste of both. I work with oh, the photographer right, two days right. a yeah. week, so I kind of get a best of both worlds. There but still is a burly guy with a beer there belly. There is still a burly guy. <laughs> we want, we want a burly guy. burly guy. We won't reveal any names. He knows who he is. Well, um, there's a bunch of them, and he wouldn't yeah. be offended to hear that. Well, no, but... No. Um, what was I going to say? I just lost my turn. I was just going to say, are they, they still exist, and then you yeah. say, yeah. So, so but I someday- like doing it. If you get a yeah, lot of creative control. but if you had your control, choice, honestly, would you rather go with someone or do everything yourself? I think I'd rather go with someone just because it, it, you do, you, you lose a little quality when you yeah. do it by yourself. You do, just naturally. And that's the business cheapening itself. Mm-hmm. Because instead of paying two people, they can just pay one person. Right. But now the shot doesn't have pans right. and zooms and let's look over no there. Movement. And let's go back to the reporter. Oh no, let's look at the field. Now it's just stuck on you. Nothing fancy. Yeah, so Nothing I fancy. don't know if the viewers pay attention to that stuff, but that's but the, the way we're going. But the quality definitely suffers. Yeah, and that's sure. the way the business is going. Yeah, right? Because hey, it's corporate America and the stockholders want their profits. <sighs> Gotta give those stockholders <laughs> what they want, right? <laughs> and a company makes more if they pay less and just have a multimedia person. It's just math. So when do you work, uh, that first summer when you were here, mm-hmm. you were working what shift? The same, the same shift. So yeah, just you're day still shift. In? Yeah, Monday through. Actually, no, it's Tuesday through Saturday or something like that. Sun, Sunday to, I don't know. I was working one of the weekend days. 
And That's then, what I was asking. So you're still yeah. not Monday, Friday, correct? No, I am. You are now. When did it shift yeah. to Monday, Friday? Like three months later. Okay, I'm I sorry. I only did I it for like three that. months. Oh, okay. God, I didn't know. Joe, don't uh, well, make me we, about my life. We'll tell you your typical <laughs> shift now is when? Monday through Friday. At what time, though? Well, it's it's 9.30 to 6.15, but I've been doing this morning shift now for a little bit. Not so, counting. That's what yeah. I mean. So when you're just coming in, I'm leaving. So we hardly mm-hmm. ever overlap. Yeah, and sometimes you don't even come in. I know. Because then the fall of 2019 turns into the winter of 2020 uh-huh. and COVID hits. And COVID hits. So now you poor reporters, I feel bad for all the new people. I know. Because they're here for a few months and all of a sudden nobody's allowed in the building. I know. We didn't get to see anybody. And now you're working from home. Or, or you're the, meeting a photographer with a mask on. Yeah. And this just becomes your world just after six months yeah. of being here. It was not pleasant. <laughs> right? It was sad. I had I just know. kind of found my footing. I was just getting in a groove. Yeah. Getting comfortable with everyone. Uh-huh. And then it was just all ripped Taken out. away. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I'm very happy to be back in the building. You have no idea. So now that you're here, established, well-loved, admired, you do a great job, everyone loves you. Um, do you feel like this... See, you can't answer this honestly, so okay. go ahead. Well, let's see Hit what the, the question is. Let's see. Well, let's see. I'm ready. Tell me. You're just going to settle in here, find the man of your dreams, <laughs> and do this for the rest of your life. My boyfriend lives in Philly. My family lives in Philly. My friends live in Philly. I'm going to go to Philly eventually. What? Sorry. Did you hear that, folks? Sorry. Did you but hear that? But not for a while. I'm only 25. They don't want me yet. What do you want? Channel 8 down there? I don't care. Any, if anyone's listening. So you, So we are a stepping stone for you, probably. Yeah, but I'm I'm in no rush. Seriously, I love it here. Love it. You really do. I do. I love it here. Could you say when you came to this area, and you know, you left Bucknell, even that was a little taste of the area, but you came mm-hmm. to the Scranton area. Uh, what? It's a little more gritty than the than oh, the. Oh no, it was the opposite. I was expecting it to be kind of more that way, and it was. It's much more. It's a bigger city than I expected. There's. It's cooler than I expected. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't have my expectations set high at all. I had, right? never been, I had never been to Scranton. The only thing I knew was, sorry, everyone, I only knew it from the office. I'm sorry. <laughs> but they portray it as kind of like a, a, you know, like a dumpy town that no one wants. It's a boring old place. It's yeah. not like that at all. I love it. No, it's not. And yeah, you're right. They do portray an old coal town. Yeah. And, I mean, we could use a little more diversity here. Of maybe course. a little better weather. Of maybe, course. But we've maybe got a lot to offer. We got tons to offer. And love I was this not area. expecting that. You were not. Mm-mm. So you fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. And I bet you're not going to find nicer people anywhere. Right that here. is true. Our, view- <laughs> our viewers are insanely awesome. They really are. They are something special. Seriously. Yeah. They are. They, they love are. You. They are. They're awesome. <laughs> so now I believe in recent weeks you started doing the um, the um, noon. Yeah. Broadcast. Yeah, that's just for, we're just kind of all rotating. Yeah, we we lost some people here. People have retired, moved mm-hmm. on. And are you? Would you now say I want to be? Head anchor. Not head anchor. <laughs> I want to be... I wanna, Move over, uh, Scott, yeah. John, Lisa. Get out of here. I'm taking over all the ships. No, would you... Let, I don't know. Let's say Andy Palumbo, who is our morning weekend anchor, he's, he's getting up there in age. He, he decides to retire and cash in his well, millions on his 401k. <laughs> would, you like to, would you like that's... to do that job? You're the new weekend morning anchor? Oh, or would you rather still report? God, or what? no. No. I mean, uh, anchoring is definitely in my future. But you don't I like you it. Want but it. the morning, just because of the shift, that just because of this aspect of, okay. I would not have, I would not have a life. But what's the ultimate for you? Let's uh, let's say you the go ultimate, to Philly. Okay, this is how I see. Let's, <laughs> let's set the scene. This is how I foresee my future going. I well, 
I thought I'd be engaged by now, to be quite honest with you. Who is this guy? Well, no, 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 not to him. Oh, I just, okay. We just start. Well, maybe. To, I don't know if he's going to listen. If not, I don't know. But we just started dating like in July. So it's oh, very new. Oh, but I thought, oh. I didn't know if I was going to be engaged to anyone in particular. I just pictured, you know, when I was 18, like, by 25, you'll be engaged. You'll get married oh, by 27. Yeah, yeah. Pop out a kid before you're 30. Oh. I'm not on that trajectory right now. <laughs> so, but I would love to get married, have three children, I, and then become... I'm, Wait I'm a morning minute. anchor in Philadelphia. That would be my dream. Oh, okay. Yeah. Three children. So you have it all planned out. I want to be a mom more than anything in the world. Oh, see this, anything. folks. I love it. Yeah. I Got the kids' it. names on my phone already. <laughs> Wow. Whoever I marry does not have a say in that. She's got it all out. worked out. All right. Well, I promised our social media friends that we'd answer some of their questions. So oh, yeah. I'll try to pick out the goat. Okay. There's a lot of creepers here, right? Yeah. Probably some people <laughs> asking if I'm single, but I just revealed that I'm not. So Sorry. This one I found interesting. And okay. now I'm not a man of fashion, but I do know what this person meant when okay. they said this, because okay. you have a unique wardrobe. Oh. Sue said, where does she buy some of her cool retro looking clothes that's a cool you do have like a retro progressive if that makes any sense look i didn't know that about myself cool okay well sue you're in luck because i don't buy them i rent them i rent all my like any coat any coat that you probably like is not mine i rent it wait what yeah i don't even know what that means rent clothes is this the thing best kept secret it's a subscription service called rent the runway this is not an ad um it's like less than 100 bucks a month you get four items they're all designer so you get like thousands of dollars I worth of clothes this. And then in a you, month, you, and then you swap them out. Because all the coats that I wear, you wear them on TV a couple of times, and you want to retire them. And I'm not going to buy 200 you coats. You see the secrets so. that come out? Yeah. You can just be a bum like me and wear the same stuff. Yeah, but people would get people would get mad. And by people, I mean my mother. <laughs> uh, she is awesome. So talented and beautiful. Can't wait for the podcast. Oh, that's, that's so Jackie. nice. I hope I don't disappoint. All right. So now, I don't know if this is a negative, is it? Are you know. ready? I don't know. Alan says, why does she flip her arms back and forth when she anchors the noon? I commented back a, to him. Oh, you did. Is I she did. a cheerleader? What, do you, what does he mean? I, I don't know. I've gotten that comment twice. <laughs> I honestly was kind of copying John Meyer. Like, well, well, wait, you, 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 so, you consciously think about this? No. I just do kind the of, flip for us. I what do they just, mean? I, I don't consciously think about That's it. I just kind of make myself think like, I'm going to do it while we're talking. I don't want to be like a stiff robot. So kind of just like shift your arms a little oh, bit while you're talking. I see. But apparently it has annoyed a couple of people. So I stopped doing it. But take this advice from an old guy. If you plan something that is meant to look organic, it's never going to look good. But I never planned to do it. I just I let it happen oh. naturally. At least I thought so. Well, Apparently, just, it hasn't been looking. So right they see you're going like this. They see you're going. Don't do it like that. That looks so robotic. <laughs> oh God, it's so hard to not look like a robot, but also. You don't know what to do with your hands. I know. It's, <laughs> hey, you'll get in the groove. I think you do a great job. Rich, Thanks. what does this mean? She doesn't like sheets. She prefers Wawa. Is that true? Well, Rich, I have these things. I don't know if you've heard of them. They're called taste buds. <laughs> so, yes, I do yeah. prefer Wawa to sheets. But sheets is like gigantic and everywhere. Wawa is more old school, no, isn't Wawa's it? No, Wawa is gigantic and everywhere by me. More small scale, though, isn't it? That's a Philly no, thing. I don't That's think just so. your Philly thing. It's like, I think there it's were in no Philly, Wawa's here. I don't know if there are Jersey. still. Jersey. There, yeah. there aren't any. There's one in the Poconos. That's the closest one. I hit it on my way See, home. But you're all a Wawa time. girl. Oh, am I ever? <laughs> Mac and cheese, chicken parm hoagie. That reminds me of a. I asked this. I, don't, I should say this, whatever. I, gave, I always give people weird scenarios. Mm-hmm. So I, I asked this colleague here, what if. They found me on a deserted road in the middle of Bradford County, dead, 
I was in a car accident. I just gasped. And I was I was hanging out of the car. I'm clearly dead. They called 911, but it's going to take 20 minutes for them to get there. But my arm is open, and there's a wallet in my hand, and there's six $100 bills <laughs> hanging out of my hand. I said to this person, would you take one? I'm dead. It's, the money's no good to me. And they go, hell yeah, I'd take that $100. I'd go fill up my car at Sheets and get some mozzarella sticks. I am in <laughs> the type of financial straits right you now where take, I cannot turn down any money that so is So you would take that money out of my dead body? I'm sorry. I would offer it to your kids first. But you'd go to Wawa, not Sheets, right? Yeah. To get mozzarella sticks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, I know you have to do the noon. We're going to wrap this up soon. You are a great reporter, Elizabeth. Thank you, whoever said that. You are doing a great job, says John. Thanks. Um, so this There's is, not questions. These are just comments. Well, a lot of the guys are just commenting on your look, so I'm trying <laughs> to avoid those. But <laughs> Judith, Judith loves your energy, and I get that Thanks. too. Yeah, you have an energy, so Thanks. you have a vibe. You're zesty. You like zesty, right? I love that word. Jimmy said you're uh, his favorite reporter. Thanks, Jimmy. So all good things, right? Now, could this be someone that knows your family? Ken said, is she Bill's granddaughter? Is Bill I don't the know psychiatrist? Bill no. His, my, my grandfather's name is John. Okay, so it was John, not yeah, no. Bill. All right, I thought maybe my, Ken. My grandfather on my other side was Bill, but he wasn't, he wasn't Worthington. Whoa! No, he was Flaherty. Yeah, but he may know. Nah. This guy may oh, know oh, 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 your oh, mother's oh. father. I just, I, I'm an idiot. No. <laughs> I was like, why does it have to be Worthington? No, uh, maybe. Yeah. Bill, and he was William Flaherty. He's uh, a Marine. You're, you're Bill's, Ken said you're Bill's granddaughter. He's on to your family. Maybe. Or maybe, maybe he was know, also a patient. Is there a, a famous page. Bill Worthington or something? <laughs> no, I don't know. It, maybe someone out there is a patient of your grandfather in the past. Maybe. The psychiatrist. Maybe. I hope he did right by them. What would he say about me? Did he think I'd have some problems? Is that what he'd say? That's I think not... he'd be giving you some shock therapy right about now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Elizabeth, it's been great chatting with you. So great. I'm so glad we got to do it. And uh, all my curiosities have been solved about oh, amazing. you. Amazing. Excellent. Amazing. I'm so happy. Thanks for sharing your time. Of course. Thanks for having me. Peace out. Woo! Woo! Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything. Mr. Curiosity.